Red River podcast, uh, episode 130. Um, you know, for today, we were going to talk Death Wish, but uh, we had a rescheduling. So we're going to do that next week. So I mm-hmm. said, uh, what do we do? I think, did I just mention that, like, we should just cover these two movies? Uh, we went back and forth with a couple of things. And then we figured, like, there was enough for these two movies as like a, they make for a nice quality double feature. Well, quality is a bad word there. Um, <laughs> a nice double feature of similar uh, styles in a way, but. Yeah, I think so. Like Shutter added, Shutter's been really kind of putting out on some gems. I think yes. a lot, a lot of movies that were not available to stream on YouTube or, or like places like Vinegar, Vinegar Syndrome, or like spots like that that just like, um, I guess like um, reissue certain titles and kind of like fix them up and make them look kind of normal, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Um, so they they've been adding like a lot of that stuff and then they did a whole um, horror metal thing because there, there's a few other movies that they added. But today we were going to talk about Rocktober Blood. There's or- so many. Uh, that's why I, I think I mentioned I'm like, oh, there's so many heavy metal horror or, whatever, or just heavy metal movies to begin with. But um, that we could discuss. But really, we can break that down. Yeah. <laughs> there's so many you know what i mean but it's, and which it's always very interesting sorry i did whenever like in the 80s when they made these kind of which was the heyday of the heavy metal subtext in in, in the films but uh like very little heavy metal and uh, <laughs> like what would pass for heavy metal was, yeah was, well that's uh, that's what i was going to mention i was going to mention like there are certain movies that we'll talk about eventually because like we'll, we'll just you know, uh, say this is like the first chapter of, of this series, uh, but movies like Trick or Treat or mm-hmm. Deathgasm were very metal centric. Black Roses, like it was yes. pretty much metal all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but these two movies that we talk about, <laughs> like uh, aside from that intro, listen, let's just get into Rocktober Blood real quick. Sure. So this came out in 1984. And mm-hmm. I had never seen it. And uh, when Shutter put it on, I was just like, whatever, I hit play. And just from the beginning song, it's so jarring. Let's like, talk about the whole beginning, actually. Because yeah. <laughs> like, when you pull it up on Shutter, you used to, or any streaming service, you used to, a, a, you know, a widescreen, like a theatrical filling up your screen. When it's cut off on the sides with like that boxy kind of V8, they can't even expand it yeah. to fill your screen. You know you're in for something special. Yeah. And then we see... Sebastian Worldwide LLC, Sebastian International Pictures, filmed by the Sebastians, copyright Sebastian Trust, so many Sebastians. And I'm already like, okay, this is something special. Well, you know that the the main guy is their son, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, all right. So uh, Beverly Sebastian and Ferd Sebastian um, made the movie. So uh, I think she directed it. So I looked up kind of like what their deal was, and she did a lot of like exploitation films. Gator bait. Gator bait being <laughs> one of those that that I think when we went to go see Joe Bob at the uh, Cinema Art Center, he uh, when he did the uh, Rednecks at Save Cinema, I think Gator mm-hmm. Bait was one of the movies that he covered. So they have a son. Uh, I think he's listed here as Trey Loren, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. like. Uh, I'm like, it just had like a porn name or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
but he, it, it's Tracy Sebastian is like his real name and shit. So like he's Billy. He's like the, like the main character of this movie. But like, it, it, listen, I thought the, the I thought they just created the song for the movie. It turns out it's from a real band, uh, the band Sorcery. Did you know that? No. Uh, not at all. But okay. That sounds like uh, there was probably a lot of sorcery bands in the eighties. So <laughs> this, yo, I'm telling you, as soon as you start watching this movie, that song, it, like I, I, it just like I'm like, is this purposely just unlistenable? <laughs> <laughs> the screaming is insane. It it's just, yeah. At the end of the song, it's insane. It's it's pretty much insane. Uh, I will tell you this now, uh, after watching it a few times, just cause I needed to really soak it in. Like the, the first song doesn't bother me. It's called, um, God damn. I don't even remember. I don't remember the name of the, of the it's first song about when you least expect it. I will oh, attack. No. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like, once I like, like latched onto the chorus, I was like grooving with it. I was like, you know what? In 84, I'm like, maybe this was kind of like popping, you know, like if if <laughs> if Anvil was getting over, maybe this is not far behind. I still question, regardless of that documentary, whether Anvil really got over, like they got Slash and all these people talking about Anvil and how I'm like, I remember Anvil being whack the second yeah. I heard it and I didn't have a trained ear for the stuff oh, at that yeah. point. But and I was like, the beauty of, of them is that they don't like to this day, if you have that guy lips on a podcast, like he's, you know, the greatest thing since, you know, Canadian sliced bread. I love that they're out there doing it. I just yeah. don't want to listen to it. Ever. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, I'm thinking like, you know what, like, good for you guys uh, having 100 albums since 1981. Uh, but yeah, so like the beginning of, of this movie was pretty promising. That's what kept me in. So when I hit play, um, I was just like, okay, like it's kind of absurd, but there, th there's something about like that King Diamond style vocal to like set off like, like it's very like adjacent to like horror because it's so like jarring that you're just like, what is, what's this guy screaming? Um, and it's definitely filmed on video. I'm pretty sure because it's just like, it, it, like the lighting in it is just like absolutely dreadful. Uh, I got to tell you, too, no matter what the song is, when people like hold on to, when they're singing in the studio and they put their hands on their earphones for the entire song. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? You do that when you record? No. But New single's I, great, by the way, if anyone's listening, check it out. Oh, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I will say this. 1984 was the year that we did get uh, We Are the World. So maybe uh, maybe they, they were watching yeah. Because I feel like everyone in that video did did one of these things with the yeah it's yeah like, <laughs> what is that? Um, but the the kills in in the very beginning are are pretty good because they're just so like ridiculous like uh like the engineer getting his like throat slash and then like mm -hmm. smashing his face in, into the pinball, um his assistant like being like <laughs> when she gets like pushed into like uh into like this like coat like holder jacket thing like yeah it was almost like just like cutting through butter i'm like wow that didn't really take much force did it <laughs> no a little more money in the gore would have went a little bit further if they well you know. i i feel like 
the beginning of this movie and the ending of this movie are very metal centric. Everything mm-hmm. in them. It's like two different movies, basically. But I will say this about this this uh, movie, like the story, the idea of it is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you think that or, or am I crazy? Like where he, like she. So like so basically in the beginning of the movie, like um, are you talking about like the, the plot twist of of M. Night Shyamalan proportions that we get. But well, that, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But yeah, please. Who we think is the killer. It's been out for 40 years. If you didn't see it by now, you're not going to watch it. Um, but yeah, it's just like the writing of it. So like basically the, the setup is 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 what like, you know, this guy kind of loses his mind while he's recording this songs. He's kind of like a douche. Um, you know, the girl in the band, like she was like, I thought you were going to write me a song. And I guess she's she's stuck playing position player. She's like, oh, you could and, sing harmonies. And I'm sorry. But, it, but then he says. I did write a song about you. What do you? Th- who do you think Rainbow Eyes is about? Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah, just yeah. Kills me. With I laughing. know. <laughs> so then, like you know, like the setup is like he goes crazy, he kills all these people, and then like you know, fast forward years later, she takes over the band after like she like uh, I guess calls the cops on him after he does like the murders and shit. So I'm thinking like, all right, that's pretty interesting, you know, like this, like maybe just being in, in a band like that perspective of like the, the, you know, the the second person or the backup singer, like kind of like getting you out of the way. And then they kind of blow up. Right. You know, and then they they they, they do the record release and shit like that. And then the plot yep. like then the- that reporter Rick Righteous is interviewing them. The yeah. guy doing the coke. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Which was- I guarantee you was real, probably. If I'm thinking about the shooting in this movie, yeah. all the cocaine was real. I, w- I would hope so. Um, <laughs> but like then you get like the set designs like in the in that um, in that fucking like scene, like where they, they're doing the record release. And like, it's just like seriously from the, the guy part- in the mask, yeah. like break dancing by himself and miming. Yes. Actually, both these films have miming in it. <laughs> oh, here's a, here's another thing. Both these films have. Uh, like Japanese or China. No, I think it's Japanese lettering, like on a T-shirt for like absolutely no reason. <laughs> you know, I think like 84 and 85 were like the height. It was like the height of like Asian appropriation. Like people love ninja movies, ninja movies. Everyone's yeah. like, yo, I'm fucking, you know, like I'm Asian now. Like I'm in like, you know, so you end up wearing like That's why loudness got popular. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no other reason, to be honest with you. I, I, I can't really understand. So uh, another funny scene you know, for the setup is, is like when Billy's like smoking weed, like, cause that was like the drug, like the drug that was like so bad. It wasn't even like, you know, he was like shooting dope and it made him go crazy. It was like, no, he's like, he's sitting at the engineer's booth, fucking like smoke, but he wasn't even smoking. It was, I was just so fucking great. Like, I can't, you like these two people, like the 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 Sebastians, like make exploitative movies, and I'm thinking, like, I don't think anyone in this movie was a fan of metal whatsoever. No doubt, that you're right there, man. It's uh, there's very little actual metal in this movie, except like they they have this like mascot on, and you know, with the mask on, that's like a poor man's Eddie, I guess. Yeah, Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which- walking around the stage. Listen, the but the music doesn't match it. I mean, that Rainbow Eyes song, first of all, <laughs> it means by the end of it. I mean, how many times did they play it? A lot, a lot, <laughs> for sure. But that band it drove so- me insane. The band Sorcery, 
is like so there was three bands that that that, that had songs on the soundtrack two definitely you could find stuff about so they started in 76 mm-hmm. um your microphone has changed to usb can you hear me you dropped for a second then you're good now oh maybe because i was fucking with this thing uh so yeah they started in 76 and i was like let me just look up some information on this fucking band because like mm-hmm. i want to know how they ended up on this movie so yeah. their live shows are described as merlin remember merlin the magician Wow. Yeah. Meets Merlin meets Satan. <laughs> wow. Uh, in 1982, they, they appeared on Dick Clark's Rock and Halloween. OK, mm-hmm. I, okay. I got I to look up that footage. Uh, no doubt. Also included were Devo and Tony Basil. <laughs> and, episode? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, they were invited next year to Dick Clark's A Magical Musical Halloween. OK. Uh, so like around that time, like 83, they sign a contract to, to uh, appear to have their music played on uh, Rocktober Blood. And I think like I'm trying to remember what it was like. The, the deal was that they were going to be the A side of the soundtrack. That's what it was, because then the other two bands were going to take the B side. Um, so later on in 2016, after, of course, like all of the accolades, uh, Eli Roth, you know, it, it, I love like the the Eli Roth probably watched Rocktober Blood because he's a fucking lunatic and was like, mm-hmm. I need to get this band. So he includes one of their songs on his movie Knock Knock. Oh yeah, yeah, talking to the devil. Um, then in 2018, Eli Roth directed Death Wish, and he puts mm-hmm. in their song Sacrifice, which is in that garage scene. Oh shit! Yeah. Man, look at you. I had no idea. You did your homework. So um, also there like there's a trailer that I'll I'll attach to this because it's hilarious. They had this um, movie called um, Stunt Rock. So it was like, I (sighs) had that in the queue. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember why I do. Like you ever like put stuff in your queue and then you get. Like, forget about it. And you're like, why did what? Why did I put this in here a long time ago? But there must be a reason. God, I, I'm going to have to edit this out because I just dropped my phone. Hold on. I was going to read the synopsis. I think I just smashed my phone. No. I, I mean, it's smashed already, but. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to read uh, Stunt Rock. Because I saw the trailer and they, they did a re-release. So they re-released it in 2017. I, I don't really know why because it came out in 78. Um, so an Australian stuntman helps a rock band develop pyrotechnic magic tricks for their shows and finds himself in a budding romance with a magazine writer as he recounts to her his own exploits as a stuntman. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I am gonna watch. Actually, you know what? I totally remember why I have it in there, and it shout out to why this whole idea for doing these kind of movies came for. You know, shout out, rest in peace to Mike McBeard of McPatton, who wrote the fantastic heavy metal movies book, available on bazillion points for me and Christy. Great website if you go to it. Great books, but uh, I, I think I wrote down like almost like several movies out of it I hadn't seen. That had yeah. some kind of tie in with something, and that that's probably why I knew of it, but yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Why well, I, I wanted to dig on the band because, like, they have like three songs on here, and they're in the movie, so they're the backing band. Um, are they out there still? Are they active? Are they playing? 
So in 2021, they started becoming active again. Wow. Um, Is it like one guy left? No, I think I think it's like all three for some reason. I don't know. Healthy living, healthy living. Um, God damn. So one of my funniest, the funniest lines uh, when when she's talking on the phone with 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 the killer. And I I I had to rewind it twice. Maybe you can verify. Yes, no, that's exactly what he said. She says, I I what do you want? And he says, I want your hot steamy pussy blood over my thing on phone. Oh, wait, what the hell did he say? You know, on on my face. Put, on my face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely did say that because I wrote that down. I, I was like, did he just say, I want your hot steamy pussy blood on my face? Like <laughs> I did it for one like, choice. I'm like, wow, that's yeah. an interesting choice as a writer. I, I mean, I just think <laughs> I just figure like the Sebastians are probably sitting there and like, you know, that like their 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 whole thing is like, these seventies exploitation films. And then they were probably like, what would you say on the phone? If you were a killer, it's like, I want yeah. your hot steamy pussy blood on my face. I guess they're right. You know, in a way that is, would be what a killer would say. And also speaking of kills before too, what about the, the kill with the, with the iron? The, the, <laughs> I she all, died really quick. Yo, I, I <laughs> also, I also have that down. Cause I, I'm thinking like, uh, what a great idea. Like he was just like, I'm going to iron you. <laughs> I'm going to iron your neck. <laughs> like, totally. You know, it's just, uh, there's a lot of really great decisions in this movie. Uh, but like I said, it, it, it's really the beginning and the end. Like if you splice that together, it could be like a tales from, you could do a tales from the crypt episode. Yeah. With the story, the middle of it with like the Eli Roth, like dude, like the guy with the long hair. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like everything about the whole like I don't know the rest of the movie really is just like just so absolutely terrible. Both these films could do with some editing. <laughs> yeah, um, I think overall, Hard Rock Zombie is probably a better film. Yeah, and you know I'm using that word very loosely as well, but uh, a I, little bit better in quality shall we say, but they both could do with a lot of it being chopped out if they wanted to, you know, I'm going to like, I like, you know, just in case someone listening doesn't want to watch it, I'm not going to ruin the twists and stuff. I already ruined it. Did you sort of? Oh, I don't remember. And you said uh, it's been 40 years. If no one watched it, <laughs> that's Although true. You just watched it for the first time. Right? I did. I did. <laughs> I did. And to be honest with you, after listen, if I listen to this, uh, and didn't I would totally watch it, but you can bleep me out. There's a couple of things uh, when they when they dig up, you know, the coffin and you see this, <laughs> you see the skull. It's like they went to like like a Party Halloween. City. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you have a super white fucking skull? And maybe we could get like one of those rubber snakes. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, it, it was right. just like it like like I feel like Megadeth would have used that as an album cover. <laughs> 1983. <laughs> it's big, big rattlehead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I got iron to the neck. Yes. What he put I, I, another thing too that, that that's really showcased on here for absolutely no reason. 
which I appreciate uh-huh. is the eighties aerobics. Like that girl I was, was just, just going to say, that, that. right. That girl's just doing yeah. like these like leg lifts. Like they're just sitting there hanging around doing like aerobics and the cameras, like just capturing her like legs open up. You know, people that weren't around in the, you know, in the 80 aerobics was like a big fucking <laughs> deal when the vhs market came out that you could find jane fonda and all that shit aerobics was in every there was films in the 80s just around the that one with the, uh jamie lee curtis perfect yeah john travolta yep she was an aerobics and there was a ton of aerobics in Fla- 80s movies flash dance like it, I think it was a way for like them to put some, especially in a, in a film like this, to put something like sort of sexual in there because there was some BN in this, there's some brief nudity. It's usually the same girl, I think it seems like, but it is, and it's funny <laughs> because like like you you're like who goes into a jacuzzi naked? <laughs> she is just like she's like oh, I'm gonna like we're in a studio. There's a jacuzzi upstairs mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I'm just gonna get completely naked. And just sit in the jacuzzi, I guess. I don't know. It was the only way for her to relax because you heard she wasn't totally nailing the chorus on yeah. Rainbow Eyes, man. And that yeah. guy was like, you know, you got to relax. Yeah. The, the, the engineer. <laughs> it's uh, like, yeah. I'll, I'll go in the hot tub, dude. Then I'll nail this fucker. And that's what happens. Uh, you know, that's why he got his head thr- uh, thrown into that pinball. Um, yeah, the eighties, like, were, were like, I mean, seriously, uh, Richard Simmons, like what career would he have? like, could he have a cure- career today? You know, like what, what's interesting, fascinating about Richard Simmons still is he wasn't, I know he was like a really fat person and he lost weight clearly, yeah. but he wasn't in shape that much. No, there was, he was very doughy for someone that supposedly did aerobics yeah. all the time and yeah. deal with meal cards or whatever the fuck he did. Yeah. You know what it is next to the fat slobs that he was like, you know, trying to help out. Like, you're like, wow, how did how did you get to like not that disgusting? And if you don't know what we're talking about, you should. But uh, please do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube. Look up the Howard Stern Channel 9 show when Richard Simmons was on with the heavy set people. And they were dropping the turkey. Howard had, had yeah turkey and Howard had I think, a bag of potato chips on a yeah. fishing pole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I Maybe. yo so speaking of Stern, um, I saw this picture yesterday. I guess on like some Instagram uh thing. I guess, and he, it, oh, so it was when he was on Jay Leno, I think, and like he had like mm. two porn stars on his lap, mm. and like the comments were so good. It was like, yeah. oh my god, girl, you got to take this down. She's like, this man's disgusting. Uh, like literally, like. Every comment was like I was like in 1983 and like some church lady found this picture because yeah, they were yeah. just like, oh, my God, he's like so disgusting. He was like harassing like like it was just like the opposite. Like it was just like these like super uptight, like liberals. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, was, it just like made me nauseous. I was like, you guys sound there was people uptight about it then, but they weren't like. No, they the were liberals weren't uptight then. The, no. the conservatives were uptight about him. Now in today's society, the liberals would be uptight about him. It's just that's why labels are just fucking it's, stupid. And and we'll we'll talk about that too, because like there's a bit of that in, in hard rock zombies. But um yeah, so let, let's wrap up this Rocktober blood real quick. Mm. Uh I thought the ending was kind of cool, but like I said, I I it just maybe because it was like so performative. And um, it, it really looked like a Alice Cooper video. 
Mm. You know, and like the the song, like I don't know, like it, it was definitely of that era. Um, and just like <laughs> it's really just the rest of the movie, the beginning and the ending are visually yeah. fun. Um, it's just that middle where they try to like actually pull a movie out of this plot is uh is is just really funny. This movie would be best if you if, if uh you know I I my DVD player is my PlayStation Three. I still have. That's what I use for a DVD player. And you watch the, watch the beginning, watch the rest on 1.5 speed where you can still make out the dialogue. Okay. Yeah. 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 And, and stop at the kills and then get to the end. But no, you're right. Yeah. But, but, but it's, it's, it's like a fun thing to do. Like this is one yeah. of those movies like where you can, like if we did like our normal horror hangs, like this mm-hmm. is a horror hang type movie because it's like you could oh, talk. Yeah. Like with horror hangs, you either have to have a movie that you've seen a zillion times and everyone shuts mm-hmm. up for the parts that they know or something sure. like this, that it's like everyone talks and occasionally there there's somebody, you know, like uh, like aimlessly walking through the woods like I'm looking at the movie right now. Just taking yeah, so similar to, to one of the last ones I went to uh, in horror hangs, you know, like our friend Brian Parker. Uh, he would have, or other people too, but they would have a party at their house. Everyone would hang out, put a couple of horror movies on the background and stuff. I think we watched Terror on Tour, which is really bad. Pretty bad, yeah. Type of, yeah, yeah, it, it was that's like... That's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, this is that would definitely fit in this category. Um, so one last thing on this movie. Um, there was supposed to be a sequel made to it. Um, really? Yeah. Um, just recently, so I'm trying to remember. Recently, maybe, yeah, maybe as 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 early as like let's see, twenty maybe twenty eighteen. The Sebastian's I, involved. Yeah. So what they were doing was they were re-releasing. It, there was like this big controversy because it, it was like kind of like a bogus thing. So they they did like an Indiegogo, and they they said that they they put the movie on DVD and Blu-ray. Um, and all the, the sales from that were going to go to fund the, the sequel. But it mm-hmm. turns out that they just basically that no like, one bought it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they dubbed like a <laughs> they dubbed like a VHS tape or something. And like the quality was terrible. And then uh, later on, they found out that they gave all the proceeds to a dog shelter. And everyone was like, wait, what? <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. I'll send oh, you the link. Sebastians, those cookie <laughs> Sebastians. So, uh, and 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 here's another funny part. I think the 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 company that that was gonna redo the title was gonna uh, redo Rocktober Blood, um, was run by another one of their sons. So like it was like all like very family in-house. business. Yeah, they were definitely doing something like that. Son. It's yeah. time you took you've come of age now. It's time you <laughs> took over the family yeah. business. Yeah. Our family, you know, crest hangs on the <laughs> success of Rocktober Blood series. Yep. Yeah, Rocktober Blood too, man. Almost happened. But uh overall, listen, at the end of the day, if you want something absolutely ridiculous to watch, um yes. it's really it really hits the spot. It's like uh I it, it's like the room, but I think it's better than the room because the room is yeah. very. You have to appreciate the uh, movies, you know, bad movies that are good. You have yeah. that from from that era, and if you do and you haven't seen this, you like it. If that doesn't interest you, probably not going to enjoy this too probably, much. Yeah, probably not. Gonna <laughs> and you know what? And if you do drugs, I would definitely recommend doing drugs before watching this movie. I did it sober, so I think both of these films. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um. 
So the second movie we're going to talk about, you know, which once again would make a great uh, double feature with this is a movie I've never seen as well. And thanks to Shudder. Really? I've never seen Hard Rugs, Rock Zone. Oh, I, I, I've, I've never championed this movie like for like I am so about this movie. This movie <laughs> really is a canon film. I had no idea that it was a canon film. But when you watch it, you're like, yeah. This movie is like a cross between like Ninja Three: The Domination and Life Force because like you're watching this and you're like, how many subplots and random oh shit? God. How much random shit could you throw in a movie? So it's almost like sim- to 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 equate something new. Like you know how like American Horror Story was in like the first couple of seasons. I stopped watching it at a certain point, but like especially the second one, The Insane Asylum, where they're like. How many different things can we throw at the wall with a great production budget? Now, mind you, Absolutely. this is a film with no production budget and they throw. I mean, there's everything in this movie. Uh, zombies, obviously, we got your metal and kills and you got uh, incest. You have some necrophilia references. You have um, uh, what am I leaving out? Uh, I hit the biggest one. Hitler midgets. Yeah, uh, like- I don't even know. I'm sure I'm leaving out maybe eight, nine things. So I, I, I got to say this, like, it, you know, the pitches like seriously, when you think of like 85, when you think of like the good movies, that was probably like one of the greatest movie uh, years for movies. Like it, it had like Goonies, um, Commando, like just anything that you sure. really wanted to watch. Um, and then. Canon was just putting out like amazing shit on a different level. And this mm-hmm. is one of those things that fell through the cracks, but it, it's it, it's uh, it's perfect. You know, it, I think also Life Force was might have been 85. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you so. watch you watch a movie like Life Force, uh, which is canon as well. And you're just like, yo, what is like this movie is fucking crazy. Um, and it's in a so- nutshell to. Like the bit for anybody listening that hasn't seen it, basically we have a band, yeah, that's on the verge of being humongous, of course, uh, and they are traveling, doing a tour, and they end up going to some little hick town, which ironically they're a showcase for this big producer that's going to come see them, and this is in this like not in Los Angeles or anything like that. It's in this bizarre little town is the only place they can get this showcase. And uh, <laughs> they enter the town and the rest happens, you know, but which we'll get into. Yeah. The, the, so the director, I, I looked him up. Uh, do you know anything about him? I got some shit on. him. Um, I saw he did another movie. I feel like I saw at one point American driving. Yeah. Maybe on Tubi or some shit. But he, so go they, ahead, you probably have more info. Yeah, they made they made those, these two movies at the same time. But he was like, um. He was like the first, like considered one of the first, like uh, Bollywood to Hollywood uh, crossovers, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, he definitely that explains the dancing. Yeah, and he he <laughs> later on in a 2010 interview, it's funny because he was he was always getting panned basically. Like so he he didn't really have any success. He would come over. I think he started writing like screenplays for TVs at a certain time. Uh, and I guess later on in life, he he thought very highly of himself after all these wash ups. And he, he referred to himself as the M. Night of his time, for sure, mm. which yeah, makes, yeah. makes total makes sense. sense. Uh, I love because of their their ethnic background or yeah, another I, reason. <laughs> I, I mean, the only thing I can think of is definitely their ethnic background. <laughs> 
But uh, so he co-wrote this movie with uh, David Ball, who also co-wrote American Diner. American Diner, is that what it is? Driving. Driving, driving. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, because I think his 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 um, influence for, for American Diner was uh, Spielberg's American Graffiti. So I'm mm. sure, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure he definitely missed the mark on that. It's, uh, I don't remember it being very good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, obviously, this isn't very good per se either. But it's in my level, it's it's fascinating. Okay, so this is one of these genuinely like where Rocktober Blood is is kind of like a chore to sit through. This mm-hmm. movie, Hard Rock Zombies, was not every. It was no. just uh, entertaining from beginning to end because every twist and turn of the plot was just absurd every actor every bit of dialogue um and that was another thing that was panned about this movie that i read that they were just like they said that the the dialogue was so bad that it was like it could have been an ed wood movie but that's why this movie is being talked about in 2022 because when you hit a certain level of bad it becomes this piece of art there's like this Mendoza line of when it's just unwatchable yeah, or when it just becomes like a surreal fever dream of insanity that you yeah. can't take your eyes off of. And this hits on all else. And shout out to them naming it hard rock zombies. Cause this would maybe be hard rock and not yeah. have not calling it heavy metal zombies. We yeah. don't really hear any heavy metal till the song at the end when they're resurrecting everybody with their yes. Latin, whatever the fuck they're doing, which is a pretty catchy song. I, I liked it. Like after That's the a while, best song in a movie. The, mo- the music in this film is way better than Rocktober Blood. <laughs> yes. And, you know. And that's... Uh, I'll, I'll get- What's the better power ballad? Cassie or Rainbow Eyes? Which one are you covering next October? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny? I think I'm going to go Rainbow Eyes. Really? Yeah, you that's know, because they played it 40 times. It's it's stuck. It's stuck in your head. I'm getting winger vibes because the first line of that Cassie song is. Uh, uh, where is it? I'm so in love, but you're so young. <laughs> well, there's even one scene too to, to piggyback on that when First of all, I love that they have a band of this stature as a manager. I always love that. Like they yeah. need one. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Who's yeah. working the, the mixing board. Like, like a fucking pro piano player. He's like fucking all over it. But he, he's got to get this photo shoot in because they got to get big when they're all in their underwear, sitting in tidy whiteies and their uh, speedos in the back room. And yeah. they're like, what, what do you want us to do? And he's like, sign those underage tits, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I mean, listen, uh, there's a lot of good stuff. But to me, so, you know, once it hits shutter, I'm like, let me give it a shot. And I usually put it on at night because like my girlfriend, would rather kill herself than watch something like that. It's a, uh, it's only to be viewed like that, though. I don't yeah. think you watch this movie at two in the afternoon. No, like yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Friday, Saturday night, like a USA up all night vibe. Yeah. You know but I mean? w- once again, if if you're into, you know, watching it with a group of people, it's great. And if you're into oh, yeah. being absolutely intoxicated out of your mind, I think this is a really good one because I'm like, OK, uh, this is going to be terrible. And then like, what's the Canon logo popped on? I was like, how did I miss this as a Canon film? Yeah. But then the first like five minutes, I was like, Oh, this is like, it called me because it was so absurd. The music was just, 
it sounded like Muzak for sure. Like, yeah. I, like I'm like, this sounds like something that, you know, you, you get in like a preset on a Korg. Um, and, then, and when they're playing too, we see them playing. I'm always obsessed, especially at TVST, when they have a band and the actors all can't mimic, just remotely mimic that they're actually playing. Like I watch where their fret hands are yep. or whatever, but the drummer put in no effort at all. <laughs> like at one point, just he's standing up the whole time. He's like Gene, Gene Hoogland's hitting high, sitting high on the kit. He's just hitting a hi-hat with one hand, not yeah. even using his left. It's like, dude, you didn't even try. Well, listen, you know, I back at back then in 80, 85, you know, he was probably watching old Metallica clips where uh, Lars Ulrich <laughs> would just stand up and point. So that's probably what he, he had. Was. Amazing head of hair, though. They, Very they nice hair. definitely did. Uh, but like you watch this like the it's just it's one of those things that you hit play on. And I guess when I looked up, I was like, yo, I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's always good when you're like, what just happened? Because there's a girl yeah. swimming and she kills two guys and some guys take She drowns that dude and he's just bleeding. Like he's bleeding. blood's coming up out of the water. She drowned him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why was he bleeding so much? <laughs> I don't know, man. But it, it made and sense. And hacks off the hand with the Beatles reference. You know, the I want to hold your hand. She's singing very but clever. also like like I'm looking and I'm like some guys taking photos of this and then it's tattoo and the toxic Avenger. And I'm just like looking. I was just like, what? Like at that point, I'm like, I'm in because I'm like, I don't know what's yeah. going on. And you like you said, they, they, they hack off. You see the prosthetic. So we're big practical Ooh. fans. So it's like, oh, sure. wow, there's a hand that just got chopped off. And then it goes to the band. So this is the other selling point. It's so fucking absurd. Ooh. This guy's mustache and hair is like, I, I mean, I don't know. I, it's some some hairdos are inexcusable, even uh, regardless of decade. You know, it's like it was like 84 or 85. It's like, yeah, but still, come on. Yeah. Like, that's outrageous. Like, you can't do that. There's a lot wrong with his, his yeah. whole appearance. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the, the song, like I'm listening to the song and the singer shake it out. And I was like, you know what? I'm like, I, I guarantee you this is uh, Sammy Hagar because it sounded like Sammy Hagar, but it wasn't. It's like uh, I wrote down. The, oh, Paul, Paul Sabu, Sabu. And he it did does like, sound very Hagar-esque. It, that's a good call. Yeah. So he did like all the music and uh, listen, automatically. The song sounded like it, it, it was like it, it could have been used in like one crazy summer. Like it was just it had like a mm -hmm. vibe to it. It didn't really feel like an ominous like horror movie thing. It's like a pop rock song. Yeah. Of, of that of the time. You yeah. Know? I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, so I'm like, OK, this is great. And then they start doing this like the, the movie kind of like evolves into like uh, Beatles esque, you know, like uh monkeys like like the editing for, first of all the editing is like one of the worst things on the planet it's really bad it's really like, bad the editing is like really bad like really the end of the movie i'm jumping ahead and we'll get to that stuff at the end is is a tour de force of bizarre editing yeah <laughs> but, but like we'll the, get to that later yeah like the editing is just really bad but i i really do you know i i i would be you know uh an idiot if I didn't bring up the jail scene, because that's what really put the movie over to me was like once they stopped talking, once they stopped doing like the 
you know, the horror and and the music, and then they did the acting. Like the jail scene, like when they get through, first of all, I'm like, why they get thrown in this jail that looks like a bedroom? It's <laughs> they, a bedroom with hay on the floor, and yeah. the, the bars on the door were two two by fours. Yeah, yeah, like they, <laughs> they could have just slipped right out of there, and this girl like throws like an envelope in there, and it's Cassie, <laughs> and that's where like the romance starts, and it's just so like I it's just amazing. It's, it's that that scene is amazing. But I think before that, I, I I have to address maybe one of my favorite scenes in in cinema history is one of the greatest music dance montages uh, yes. of the era um, up there with Take That from Teen Witch um, and yeah. a bunch of other ones. It's the bands in town and they're zany. You know what I mean? And uh, they're doing a lot of zany shit, a lot of skateboarding. Uh, miming, like I mentioned before, miming comes in there. They're juggling beer cans for some, and they keep cutting to like this group of, of laughing, slack jawed yokels standing around that are bizarrely laughing at all these guys doing these kooky things. Cutting to the same three angry white dudes over and over again. Over and over. They're, they're dancing down that bridge. He's doing like that Russian dance where he's kicking his feet out. So it's fucking insane. Yo, it's like, insane. insane. So the I um the features on the DVD, right? Or whatever the Blu-ray, what I read, um, like, you know, because I think Vinegar Syndrome put this out. And another movie that Shutter added, which we could talk about later on, which is um Slaughterhouse Rock. Mm. So the uh, Blu-ray for Hard Rock Zombies. I think it's a Blu-ray. Uh, contains a making of. It's oh, called God, uh, Never Say Die. I f- maybe it's Never Say Die or something. But they really talk about just like the making of the movie. And like to me, I'm thinking like I want to see that. I need to know like what. And they, they it supposedly is really good. They explain like how like the scenes happen because it's. It's just like, like, what the fuck was this script? It's, it's, when people, if the people talk about the existence of a time machine, like they'd like to see some historic event, or whatever. If I had access, I want to be at this there, right <laughs> at this time. I want to be there for the writing, yeah. the pitching, the shooting. I want to know if everybody in there knows that, like, this is ridiculous, or like they're all about it. It fascinates me. Yeah, because Krishna probably went into this meeting when Menachem and uh, your Yoris you know, like the go uh, the canon guys. And he's like, yeah, I have this movie uh, and it's going to be a, about a band. And, uh, you know, and uh, they go into town and the town doesn't want them to play rock and roll. And, you know, Menahem's like, nah, terrible, terrible idea. Uh, what else do you have? And he's like, all right, well, maybe we could uh, maybe like put Hitler uh, in it. maybe we could put like Nazis and Hitler in it. He's like, OK. Okay, what I was like, what's the name of it? What's the poster look like? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> and he's like, well, maybe we could like, you know, have this like town that's angry and they don't want rock music. Okay. Um, then maybe we could do like uh, zombies. Like zombies is pretty good too. Can we do zombies? Oh, right, yeah, mm-hmm. we could throw zombies in there. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like it was sold at that point. And then probably while shooting it, they probably called with notes like, let's add, uh, let's have the 95 when Hitler appears. The 95-year-old Hitler, we're told, and fucking his wife, Ava, and his uh, his midget uh, grandkids, yes. um, one deformed and one one who is probably the most successful actor in the film, the other fella, um, 
they want to watch his grand. They want to watch the grandparents fuck, which they allow them to. Um, that but, that's one of the most interesting. You know, let's let's introduce Hitler this way. That is definitely one of the most fucking interesting scenes. You know, like as you listen, as you unfold this movie, everything just takes the most bizarre turn because like at first you're thinking like, okay, so it's like this evil town and they, you know, like uh, the cop was going to be like the dick or something. But Mm -hmm. then it just keeps going. It's like, oh, no, these aren't really even the villains there. They just don't want rock music played here for whatever reason <laughs> you know and like uh then you go and it's like oh i guess it's like not well they here. said in the town hall meeting it makes kids jerk off which yeah he's like oh, a little dance about jerking off and talking about how he remembers it oh and i'd be remiss if i didn't shout out that hitler's wife ava is also a werewolf yes yeah yeah <laughs> stabs right? people yeah so and then they also have a bald a uh, bald-headed other member of the family that looks like a neo-Nazi instantly. I forgot about him. Yeah, he's like, uh, you know, probably Telly Savalas is a stunt double at that time. For and sure. one hot chick. Uh, like, if they remade this, this is a Sherry Moon zombie role. Would yeah. be the one normal daughter. Uh, oh, yeah. Normal-looking that seduces the people to come back to the so, house. Very funny that you mentioned that. Um, I'm, I'm going to go back to this note that I have here, but I mentioned that where I said, the editing during the band killings, like when they kill the band, <laughs> is so terrible that it's like <laughs> Sherry Moon walking around with a white horse. Because <laughs> that's that's what it is. She was like dancing for no reason. She was just like, right? Like the editing just kept to her. Like, I don't know. Her. Was that her, though, or somebody else? Because I think, the- I think it's her. Because she was, okay, she was she's also end. dancing. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. and at the end, she's also dancing. Yeah. Yeah. With that girl, um, with girl with yeah. the head. Um, that was bizarre. Another really interesting part was when uh, Jesse's playing bass in his room and he keeps trying to kill a tarantula. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I don't know. It wasn't even really a good bass line. Uh, no. And uh, there was just this tarantula and he killed it. like. And he instantly times. kind of puts it together. Like, you know, this, yeah. wait, is this song bringing it back to life? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, man, there's a bunch of other cool shit here. The uh, the German weed whacker massacre was pretty interesting, too. So, mm. so once they start, I didn't even realize like uh, so I'm like maybe like 30, 40 minutes into this movie. I'm like, why is it called hard rock zombies? I don't really see zombies. And then I realize that it's the band that comes back. Sure. So once the, they start, once the they start, band was very shallowly buried, too. Yeah. They kind of were laying on the ground with a bunch of topsoil just like laid lightly over them, which isn't the best way to put a corpse into the ground. No, no. Unless you want them to come back from the dead. That's true. It saves a lot of time of them digging out of the ground. Sure. Because I I keep thinking how hard it was for Uma to dig herself out of Kill Bill. Well, and it's an Oscar worthy speech from the band manager to the zombies in the ground on why they need to come back. Because Cassie, you know what I mean? And let's talk about that zombie walk. The zombie walk was re- so they they went from hard rock zombies to like Norwegian death metal zombies. And then they they did the walk where I was like, it didn't make sense to me until I remembered Bollywood. I was like, yeah, I'm like, this is yeah, this is he's really just pulling from from a lot of uh, from a from a talent pool of knowledge. It was almost like they were pop locking a little bit. Yeah. Like sort yeah. of in a way. But uh 
odd and odd more. I've seen a lot of zombie shambles in my time, but never like a like maybe that was a, a Nazi tie-in too because they kind of had that SS marching kind of thing. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too far into it, but I like it though. I like I like what you where you're going there. Um, I do enjoy when Cassie's dad um, steals five dollars from uh, that bald Nazi and then steals his cigarettes. And, uh, he smoked a lot that guy so i'm he just like all about it I, like he's like dead and like her dad walks over and for some reason this guy keeps his money clip in his front pocket like <laughs> in, his, in his shirt pocket and he pulls oh. out this like money clip but then mm-hmm. when he goes through the the money is just five singles i'm just like <laughs> did you really need like that um i just it just like no one on that like that's how little money they had while they were making that movie that no one could be like yo anybody got a 20 a 50 a 10 it's like yo who got money it's like ah and it wasn't even like people were like i got debit like debit wasn't rolling around like that you know it's just like yeah that was probably like a collective pool they're like i got a dollar (laughs) And I got to say, when I mentioned all the things in there and the incest and whatever, sort of uh, the necrophilia, I briefly I'm considering the the part where the town goes to the house to investigate these Nazis that the manager reports. And that one really weird towny guy with the stutter, I think, sees the old uh, Hitler's wife dead on the ground and has to feel up her tits. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She She was kind of fine, though. You I'm know, not saying I endorse that behavior, yeah. but uh, she was kind of cute. Absolutely. You know what? What I'm saying is if you were going to, I, I all right, fine. Definitely. You know, it wasn't <laughs> wasn't like anyone else. So, uh, but yeah, I forgot about that. It was just right. Like, so you're making this movie and you're like, OK, so Hitler's wife, who's a werewolf, is laying here dead. <laughs> And this guy walks over and he's like, uh, the director's like, there's something really missing from this scene. It's just not really talking to me. He's like, just grab her titties. <laughs> like, you're so like, right? Like, how do you even like, because I, I can't imagine that it was in the script. He was probably like, we need you something think, a little bit more. I like to think that the character, you know, that was a, a choice, an actor's choice. Yeah. Like yeah. He, he might have thought like, you know, is it he might have said to the director, is there any room for improvisation? Maybe he came out of Second City or something and he wanted to like really, you know, I, th- I really think this character would do something like this. So he just yeah, he was probably trying to tie in the masturbation in that uh, town meeting to, to that, you know, <laughs> very, <laughs> very, very strong tie in right there. Um, Ends on a really weird note, too. The movie like a very like a romantic. It almost becomes like a. A yeah. romance at so, the very end. Very sweet. <laughs> well, I figure, you know, that the, the director was like, what are we missing? We covered uh, dr- we covered action. We covered horror. We covered comedy. Uh, all right, let's end on a romance. <laughs> like, just just in case. One, one other random thought. Why did they just collect hands? I don't know. <laughs> they I had all those jars of hands. I have no idea, but w- another funny scene was that 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 uh, deformed uh, Bucky. He, <laughs> so uh, I guess instead of uh, yeah, you know, so like these are like two little like midgets that that were kind of like deformed, like that like you know one of them was really trying to eat people, 
And I guess he, he did succeed. He ripped some guy's head off somehow. Uh, and I, I, I question how he did that, considering once you see him in the scene, he could barely walk, <laughs> you know, but OK, I'll let that one go. So the other one who's deformed decides that he's just going to do the noble thing and not kill anyone. He'll just eat himself, which I thought was pretty funny. He's like eating. He puts mustard on his finger and I was they like, oh. went to that a lot. Yeah, they they that scene went on a long time. Yeah, like oh, cut cut in could, with other stuff. Obviously with other stuff. edited. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure because they went from that scene. Like the the editing went from like um, it was like that to like th- just a random like mom and daughter looking through their groceries and like a head like it's just <laughs> like it yo. I really think we need to somehow get our hands on, on on a copy of that documentary because it's just we need to get our hands on that. And I'm thinking uh, we might be able to get that lead actor. He's not out of our reach. Oh, yeah. For You know what? He's he, on Instagram. Is he? I think he plays music still. Yeah. EJ uh, something. EJ. Uh, yeah. Check it out. I, I, I'm pretty sure he's on there because I think I might have looked him up once. And yeah. I think he plays music still. I think. And, I think he does. I have seen that he does appearances, so he must, you know, get that. Like this is silly. Yeah. I would think it would be a fun conversation, not like like the director of Troll Two that still thinks he like made something special. You know what I mean? Like Listen, doesn't get the joke. <laughs> if I was in anything like this and people invited me to do stuff, I'd be like, I'm going for sure. Like absolutely. Yeah, because um, it's absurd. Think about how long ago you would shot this movie that's just insane and yeah. i think like 30 years later or whatever 40 yeah, so years wait, later wait you people you, give a fuck about it you want like, to talk a perfect to me? example i always think about like think about here's a random movie that won an oscar out of africa from the 80s Shout you ever seen robert, it? Red, robert redford yeah do you ever see that no anybody ever talk about that movie it won no. an oscar but here we are Talking about these two fucking movies. So yeah. really, what is good? What stands the test of time? I tell people that all the time whenever someone brings up the witch or something. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, and you know what you just did? We brought it back full circle because out of Africa, 1985. <laughs> That's probably why this movie didn't get the big release. Every this, you know, I'm just saying everyone was talking about that and, uh, you know. Listen, we're just going to put this out low key out of Africa's out this year. We know we're not going to, you know, it's the same. We're going to the same audience here, you know. Um, But yeah, so like I said, it's there's something to it where I've seen Slumber Party Massacre probably like 100 times and maybe like, I don't know. Fucking Goodwill Hunting twice, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I get it. And and here's another thought and. now, these movies from the, you know, obviously we're men of a certain age. We grew up with these kind of films, stuff like that, and the heavy metal and R and this and that, or these bad 80s horror movies. So there's a nostalgia factor for us that we love. But I feel like there's a certain point in time in the 90s, maybe by the mid 90s, when these low budget, not quite, maybe, or maybe a little bit later, they became not as fun to watch. They were just bad, or the joke, you know, it would just, they don't have that certain charm to them that these bad movies do. Uh, 
Yeah, no. Or even sure. now, they're just bad. They're not like, or is it because we remember it from a certain time that we have this attachment? You know? I th- I think what it is too is like you'll watch something that has no heart, and mm. it's very computer like CGI. And it just it does it's very cold. Like you see it, and you're like, okay, like you have no budget, but you have CGI, and this movie looks like I'm watching a video game. Uh, right. Where you watch something like Rocktober Blood, but especially Hard Rock Zombies, where you're like, yo, the budget could not have been much on this. But goddamn, did you just really like I mean, I mean, I'm talking about like the acting when Hitler's like yelling at the sky for whatever reason, like, <laughs> you know, when the band gets electrocuted, I, it just there's some charm to, to this. You watch it and then there's something real about it Then you that you just because like to be. You can go on Tubi and see like movies from like 2021, 2022, and you're like, okay, like uh, a haunted hayride or I don't just yeah. random ass shit, and it's just terrible. It's not really that good, but like you can tell by the the, the art on the box. If you're a well seasoned horror person, it really yeah. does like you're like eh, I know I know what this is going to be. This is going to be like you said. CGI. They're trying to make something good. They're following the rules, whereas there was like a gorilla kind of style to like the eighties or seventies, where you know it was just fucking whatever, you know. But also, like you figure this, like I haven't seen, I've never seen either one of these two movies, and mm-hmm. I just put them on, and I'm like, yeah, this 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 is great. Like this holds my interest, and maybe the, part of that is like you remember that time and place, which was 1984, 1985. And that that adoration that you have where you're like, oh, I'm going to grade this a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there, there's something like, to give your girl. You play these movies for your girl. What would what would happen? It, it just not. There's no. No. Um, Both of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like if anything, like Rocktober Blood for sure. But I don't think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, definitely not for her. She's she's eight years younger and that that's a long ass stretch where she's like, no, nah, I'm not watching this. No. All right. So if you're listening, I think you get the idea of what, if, if, if any of these things, you know, is in your wheelhouse and you haven't seen them or if you have seen them a long time ago, they're worth watching over and over. Well, yeah. I'd say hard rock zombies is worth what worth watching over and over. I think that Rocktober blood is a little, has a little more dragging points in it very much dragon but i I think it's like if you watch it with a group of people it's fun uh if you watch it once you're like okay that was interesting but hard rock zombies just it has everything everything from it just really even like the literally the the pop culture heads like when they're walking around like with the Jimi hendrix and marilyn monroe thing it's just it's (laughs) so bizarre but like such an attempt at like making something artistic that it was funny um but yeah, it, it's listen, this will be episode one of this series. Maybe we'll do one movie next time or two. Maybe we'll just continue to do double features. There's so many we could do just in the heavy metal or hard rock camp alone. But there's there's there. Yeah, we we'll, we can go all over the place with this, you know. Yeah. But and and kind of yeah. films that time forgot. This is a good shutter and also AMC plus good double feature for sure. Where, um, you know, you get some some 80s metal. And you get some horror. Well, you get- let's see, let's use metal in quotes, but yeah, <laughs> hard I don't, rock. I, I don't want Ron. Yeah, uh, hate 
hate texting me on his flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool, man. Of that's all it. of them, I think Trick or Treat probably had the best music because of Fast Way, because that's a killer soundtrack. But, you know, they you got know, a legit band. I think that is like the, the holy grail, you know, because that movie, I, seriously, like that, like, it's the trifecta of, of um, Trick or Treat uh deathgasm later on of course because deathgasm deathgasm really delivered and um black roses because black roses is just so absolutely fucking absurd like it's so absolutely fucking absurd but it's so metal you know it's so metal it's, it is. It's, and these are movies we're trying to think like because there's a lot of movies too like you know obviously nightmare on elm street part three has a heavy metal tie-in uh, Dream Warriors, whatnot, but it's not a heavy metal movie. Yeah. I mean, these are movies that are like top to bottom revolve around metal, right? Yeah, I mean, not saying that Skippy was metal, but you know, I guess I that- remember being very bummed as a young metalhead in high school that they went there because I yeah. grew up on Family Ties as well, and I'm like, come on, this yeah. we finally, you know, we're getting our shot here on the screen. You pick this herb. Yeah, you, like, you couldn't get fucking uh, a a Nick or I know. would have rather had Nick, you know, <laughs> Scott Valentine. I guess he had to have a little bit nerdy approach, but it just, uh, you know, or yeah. even like in, in his hair. Like, what can I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself because I'm sure we're going to maybe even yeah. before we're going to do a lot of horror going into our, you know, I consider September and ho- October my Halloween season. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll do a We'll do an in-depth on that one. but. Sounds good. Um, cool. Yeah. So yeah, man. This was a last minute episode where we get to cover these two movies because we had a rescheduling. Mm-hmm. So thanks for hanging out, man. All right. Cool. Yep. I'll talk. Later, to you. man. Peace. Bye.